Hey, Charlie. Hey, Giovanni. Vu essere al top? Ciao, bello. Si, quattordicesimo. Molto bene. It's me, Mario. Let's go. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to You Want to Be on Top, a podcast dedicated to all things America's next top model, where your hosts, Charlie Jensen and I, Giovanni and Aya, we live all our favorite and cringy moments from the iconic show spanning 24 cycles. We are going straight to the catwalk and walking like it's for sale and the rent is due tonight. Join us as we cry, smize, and close the gap to claim the title of America's Next Top Model. So we leave you with this. Do you want to be on top? (laughs) Yes. Welcome back to the original You Want to Be on Top, an episode-by-episode retrospective of America's Next Top Model. I'm your co-host, Charlie Jensen, and I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, Dr. Giovanni Anaya of the ANTM Institute International. Hello, and that has meaning today because we are going international. Internazionale. (laughs) We have another special guest joining us. Could you please introduce yourself to the panel and tell us a little bit about how you discovered Top Model and who some of your favorite models and cycles are? Yeah, so my name is Tara Nicole Ordaz. I was exposed to America's Next Top Model by my cousin who was a few years older than me. I think it was cycle two, so this cycle. Um, And she was a photographer. So she's the one that got me into it, um, just kind of through that creative lens. Um, And then I continued- Yeah, exactly, (laughs) (laughs) literally. Um, And continued on from there. Um, As far as my favorites go, I've been thinking about this for quite a while. It's hard. I feel like it's easier for me to say who have been my least favorites, but- Do that. uh, No one's done it yet. Break the cycle. (gasps) Give it to us. Give it to us. Okay. No one come for me, but my least favorite has got to be Whitney. I think the fact that she won that- This is is a house that unstands Whitney. It is. It's the Scorpio (laughs) moon. (laughs) So Whitney is my least favorite. I don't think she should have won, period, end of story. Um, but I think my favorite has got to be Danny Evans. She's just, I think, really the first cycle that I really was invested in. And she was so true to herself. So, um, yeah, she's my favorite. Agree. She's my favorite, too. She's just, like, effortless. Easy, beautiful. Cover girl. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, we love. Oh, yeah, everyone loves Danny. We love mm-hmm. Danny Evans. She stays booked. She does. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get down to business and work through today's episode. We are discussing cycle two, episode eight. So we start with Joanna reflecting on last panel and how she's lost weight to get where she is today. Camille and Mercedes have a side conversation about how Camille needs to open up and make friends, which was advice that her psychic friend gave her in a previous episode. Then we cut to Joanna and Mercedes. Joanna says that she prays for Camille every night. (laughs) She says praise. She doesn't say damns her. Um, (laughs) And Mercedes says that she thinks Camille really wants to connect with Joanna. Foreshadowing. Tyra Mail. arrives they are told that they are going to the house of Heidi Giselle and Tyra and they all get all giddy like schoolgirls and like we're gonna go to the to the big models houses jokes on them <laughs> they end up at IMG which it's is not a house the at house, all the, which is the house <laughs> that's H-A-U-S girls <laughs> <laughs> they go to the house where they meet Kyle Hagler our favorite model agent and he introduces them to this week's teach 
he talks about what a ghost he is and basically it's a job interview and where you have to make them care about you and you have to sell yourself so yet again they love to same sex workers but they themselves are sex workers um, <laughs> the ghost or as i like to call it a really great first date yeah <laughs> he asked them some sample questions of what they might get at a go see like who their favorite photographer is and Joanna chimes in and says Craig McDean which is you know an icon so kudos for her for being educated Joanna did the assignment and the homework and the extra credit so after that they go to lunch and they meet Tyra Camille is wearing too much makeup, as Tyra says. Tyra gives a very cringy rap that ends up <laughs> revealing that they need to pack up their bags because they're all heading to Milan. We're going to end. Spaghetti. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> um, let's see. Architecture, history, <laughs> art. But you're going to say spaghetti? Farfalle. <laughs> oh my god Tyra goes on to tell the girls that Milan is all about high fashion and being edgy she also tells them that they need to be ready to leave in an hour Mercedes is shaking in her boots <laughs> we, uh, it cuts to Shandy calling her boyfriend to say goodbye he's maybe napping he's not super invested we really can't tell He's like, oh, okay, 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 bye. <laughs> <laughs> he really doesn't care. Ioana then proceeds to bless the luggage with a prayer. Also might have sprayed some holy water. We aren't I think she burned some, some Palo Alto up in there. <laughs> Palo <So>. Alto? <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? Oh, Palo, Palo Santo. Santo. <laughs> you know what? You know what? She was blessing them with some microchips. <laughs> <laughs> Blessing them with a- microchips. <laughs> <laughs> After she blesses their luggage, uh, we get the patented A and TM flight animation. Again, we get the graphic design design passion 2.0. This time it is drawn by a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. So when they arrive in Milan at the airport, Tyra Mail It's handed to them. Their adventure begins at an Italian modeling agency where they meet David Brown at D Management. He tells them Milan is the most important training ground for models. Their challenge is to go on five go-sees. They will be driven around by Italian men on Vespas, extremely <laughs> Roman holiday energy, and they're going to be judged on appearance, confidence, personality, and professionalism. So Camille will definitely fail. <laughs> <laughs> what did what did we what did we give this a name? APAP? CPAP. <laughs> CPAP. <laughs> I think APAP is something for like women. The toppers <laughs> from the bear community will know what that means. Um, well, they go and see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. The first cut is Joanna at her first, her first very ever go see. And we noticed that Joanna um, was looking a little squarish, um, a, a little, a little, a little boobs were strapped down. I was very getting, tongue depressor. Yeah, it was just like what I, I didn't realize she was like this flat chested. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very um, Roberta from now and then. It was just like there was nothing there. It's like she looked flatter than shandy (laughs) true and that's hard (laughs) (laughs) shandy is shandy asks how should she walk should she pose and they're like just walk sexy and she's like okay so like uh, how (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and then she asked the woman after she was done if how she thought the ghosty went, and it was just like hashtag awkward. Like <laughs> Lily's like, um, I can't tell you that right now. I'm gonna tell it to Tyra. She's like, I'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, Mercedes was too commercial, not high fashion. You know the same things we've been hearing all cycle long. She gives a belly dancing lesson. For some odd reason, I'm not quite sure where that he popped out at. I'm really confused in that segment. And then they go to their last go see that we see. I don't know how to pronounce this to I'm, be I'm completely gonna, honest. I'm going to be very transparent. Character. Carte. Character. Caricater. Caricate. Do it. Cut. Whatever. Print. And it's rough. The, the people are mean. Well, the people is only just the one woman and the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a woman who only speaks Italian and her male translator who's like Who speaks yelling. like a rough English Italian. Like, it's just like, why you walk like that? And He's like, like, spaghetti, farfalle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, parmigiano. <laughs> parmigiano. <laughs> and then Camille obviously is not phased because... It's like she's looking in a mirror. <laughs> Camille is looking at Camille. And she just lets him know this is her signature walk and that's what's going to make her famous. The lady is just like, what? It's so funny that you say that because I just realized that Camille is constantly serving me reflejo energy <laughs> like in, in every moment. <laughs> She's like, I need, I need to, I need to present perfection at all times. Mm -hmm. April was just there. Nothing really happened with that. And then there's a, a hard smash cut to Camille and her Vespa Italian man flirting. It is just like flirt mode has been activated. Um, he is like, they kiss goodbye. He's like, I wish you the best of luck. Like, I want you to win. I wish only good things for you. Yeah. Camille. And it's like, what? You, you just met me. It, I think he wanted to have her babies. I think is what he wanted to go and break into the American market and he needed to marry an American woman. I agree. I know a lot of people like that in the gay community. Who's the writer? Are you a writer? That's, <laughs> that's a novel right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we we noticed that he leaves the model apartment with um, a suitcase. And so we're not sure if this was just like they picked him up on the side of the street and like he, it was like this is like some check boy stuff where they're like here's 500 bucks drive these girls around so was this like a mr overnighter kind of guy and camille just kicked him out or like was this just like his suitcase because he was walking around and they picked him up like i said we'll never know production called me <laughs> so later on that night they meet with david and tyra to go over the go sees nobody there notably there was no time limit on this go see usually we see drama we see people coming late there was none of that this time um, they give the girls feedback on the ghosties and announce that Camille was the winner. Uh, Shandy did note that all of the ghosty people were quote unquote meanies. Joanna asks, Tyra makes a comment about Joanna's feedback and how she does not have a body for high fashion. Joanna uh, asks what's wrong with her body and says, do I need to tone? I'm already a size two. What else can I do? Um, <laughs> very valid. Tyra doesn't fully address it. She just mm -hmm. kind of shakes her head and is like, yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tone, sure, just sounds good. So Camille's big prize for the winning of the Ghosties is to get her portrait done. And she chooses Joanna to go with her, which is a big shock. Um, <laughs> Joanna's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, after this conversation, Joanna has a slight breakdown and says she wants to go home. Um, it says, put it on my credit card. I don't care. I think Loki Joanna's rich. I think she's like the cycle <laughs> Robin. She's just like, she wants the shit. And so she has like an Amex and she'll like, we'll just like, fuck it. I think you're right. So another Tyra male. 
arrives saying Verona was the home of Romeo and Juliet and the site of their next photo shoot. In a confessional, Camille says the best revenge is killing them with kindness. So she's killing Ioana with kindness when she probably should be killing her with a dagger. <laughs> At the shoot, we meet Jay Manuel, who says the photographer this week is Massimo Costoli. And our girl, Nole Marin, is back as stylist, <laughs> radically abusing the privilege of saying the word fabulous, like he's trying to make fetch happen. They are modeling this week for Solstice, a high-end sunglasses retailer. I The fact that, so I don't know if anyone noticed this, but like the emphasis on high fashion retailer, and then Nole pulls the sunglasses out of like a bag that <laughs> it, they're not even wrapped or they're in a case. It's like, they're Dior. Oh, well, they're scratched, bitch. Right? <laughs> Uh, that was definitely like, make sure you get the logo in the shot. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Show the bag. Well, Joanna's up first. Jay says that she moved well. Hard cut to Nole. Um, I'm a little upset with Nole with this. And he says, well, Joanna's in the is one of the larger girls of the in the group. She does well. <laughs> and I'm like, Nole, you are. Never mind. I'm not gonna say it because I'm also big. So whatever. You then cut to Camille, where Camille's having an epiphany, I guess, <laughs> in Verona of all places, and she's like, I feel very privileged to be here. But you know what though, I I. The love I have for history and art, I would also feel very privileged to be like in an old historic city that's like thousands of years old and like there's like ruins and like Russell Crowe lived there for a while um, and she feels quite royal, um, but her posing was a little forced. She was overthinking it. Camille feels royal, but does she feel Jococo? <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> And then Shandy has also another epiphany, a very Elise <laughs> from Cycle One epiphany. She's like, the less I think, the better I do at posing. <laughs> and in that moment, a high fashion model is born. Um, somewhere, Mark Jacobs is like sniffing poppers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Every time Mark Jacobs sniffs poppers, a model is born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he names a bag after somebody. <laughs> <laughs> April's consistent. She did a good job, but she's too analytical. Obviously, we this is the same feedback she's been getting all year round. The wires are the wires are crossed this time, but not in the good way. Um, <laughs> Mercedes is struggling with the posing because Jay tells him that there is this new form of posing and it's deconstructed and it's like high fashion. It's just like Altamoda and it's just like. Don't put any effort into it, he says. Yeah, just like, like, it's like almost like it's a foreshadowing of modeling through the pain. Mm. So, you know what? Whoever created this Cycle Town doll moment, whatnot, good for them. Um, but she's just a, she's just giving him a little too much toothpaste girl. Somewhere Shannon Stewart is crying. <laughs> <laughs> With her 57 teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and then after the photo shoot, it... Uh, goes to Joanna and Camille getting their portraits done, um, which are not the type of portraits I think any of us expected to be the <laughs> award. Um, it's kind of like what you get at Disneyland. Um, Without the joy. Very much so. Very tragic. Yeah. <laughs> and it, then like, I looked at like a brief second of Joanna's and she looked like, God, she just looked like, I don't know. It didn't look like Joanna. Yeah, she looked like good. a member of Whitesnake. Yes, there we go. She just, she just had like, it was the mohawk was not working for her that day. And I think the Italian man was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> and after they get those lovely portraits done, they head to dinner in Verona with Tyra and Jay 
at this dinner, Mercedes thinks they're all like a whole happy family now. Dun, 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 right? <laughs> Until. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that later. But for now, let's cut to panel where Michael Giannini is the guest judge. He was one of the mean character. Can we, he was one of the mean judges at the go see. He was a mean girl. <laughs> at the go see. Uh, he was the one who was translating into Italian, but actually he's American, not Italian. <gasps> also that go see was fake. <gasps> it was a test. <gasps> you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> so then they get their individual evals. Shandy is first. Uh, they're running tape from the fake go see so the panel can see how the contestants responded to being um, basically harassed on the job. <laughs> Very like call HR immediately. So Shandy held her composure at the fake OC really well, but her shyness definitely came out when she quote responded from her heart. Um, although she did say the right words in that moment about um, I'll walk however you want, like tell me what you want, I'll be that. Her photo was perfect. In fact, it was one of the best photos Massimo took all year. That also, is like, where funny. is Massimo shooting at though? The, the top model <laughs> shoots his best shoot. Mercedes shot herself in the foot with her walk. <laughs> I mean, not literally. She was walking fine. <laughs> she did not have a gunshot wound. She didn't come off versatile enough. She was too commercial. Eric said her photo makes her Galliano dress look like a knockoff Galliano, which, to be true, I think is one of the harshest critiques I've ever heard on panel. That's when, yeah. That's like yeah. sad. Yeah, it's like you actually made this dress cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to Ross where you belong. That actually comes back to bite some girl in the butt later on. If you mm -hmm. if you know, if you know. No shock, Camille came off as Camille and was arrogant in the go-see. They were asking her the questions and she's like, well, you know, I was picked out of 6,000 girls and I'm on the show called America's Next Top Model. And they're like, what, who? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> um, and then Tyra's like, you basically told that lady was like, look, bitch, I got money and I'm here to spend it. <laughs> but they were at a go-see, so Camille wasn't buying anything. She was selling herself and she wasn't being bought. <laughs> <laughs> they said her photo was, Janice was like, you look a little pigeon-toed. You have no neck, all her hair's in her face and in her neck. And notably, Camille models without a neck in most of her photos. So no shock there. And Eric's like, you know what, girl, you can do better. And she? I mean, maybe. It's Joanna's turn up on the chopping block. And Michael admits that he was a little hard on her, um, but she weathered the fake go see well. And then Tara noticed that she was just posing subconsciously throughout the go scene and was like, okay. She knows what she's doing. Serving angles. Jaw yeah, bone. there was that one shot where she is just, it's, all you see is just jaw and shadow and then just mm -hmm. neck, neckage. And her photo was great. This was the first time I think Nigel said anything positive about her in total. He said that her body looks good for the first time. Ever. <laughs> Isn't that a song for the first time in forever? <laughs> <laughs> April, you know, same thing. She has, has to stop being so clinical. She overthinks Look, it too much. April has a brand and it's Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> she was serving that she wanted. She was asking for the businesswoman special. Truth. That day. She was in, she was in Fortune 500 mode. She was ready to sell, <laughs> sell, sell, sell. She's like, I own 51% of this company. And another thing, you're all fired. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tyra was like, you got to be a little sexy into purr when she's talking like the cat outside my apartment did this. <laughs> I think in heat or dying and I can't tell. Um, she's but, dying for know, something. She's dying for something. I don't know what it is, but girl, whatever you <laughs> it is, she, I don't want it. <laughs> she needs that vitamin D. <laughs> Eric 
just says that her photo looks like a corpse. I don't, I don't disagree with that. The photo's terrible. And then Janice, it's so funny that Janice loves to just be like unfiltered, but then gets upset when someone calls her a bitch. Mm-hmm. And Janice says that April looked like the batteries of her vibrator had just died. But did they die while it, it was in her, or was she just opened the door and then it just didn't turn on? Maybe Janice was thinking of the vibrator she takes to the PTA meetings that she attends. <laughs> We'll never know. Next, we get to elimination. Um, So the girls are called in order. So Shandy is called with the picture of the week, which is obvious. We all agree with that Mm -hmm. call. Um, Then next is Joanna, um, who was told that she hid her flaws well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you hid your body. It's extremely American beauty energy where the mom is like, you did a great job, honey. I watched you very closely and you didn't screw up once. (laughs) (laughs) After Joanna comes April. Um, Not so much feedback on her, just telling her to stop being technical. And then the bottom two is Mercedes and Camille. The feedback that they get is that Mercedes, once again, is too commercial, but has a great personality. And then the Camille feedback is that she's too arrogant and she's still trying to prove that she's good enough. They also tell her that she lacks heart and soul. After the two are called, Mercedes is called as the winner and Camille walks out on some really killer boots. Like if you're gonna get eliminated, this is what you should be wearing. This was the look to go. It was the the wrap dress, the hair. She was wearing no makeup and no fake contacts this Mm -hmm. time. You saw her real eyes today. And she looked like a million dollars. She looked expensive. Mm -hmm. And I think she even hits them with the chow as she walks out. Yeah, she's like, chow bitches, (laughs) y'all see me. Y'all see me in the runway later on. Automajana. <laughs> All right, let's let's shift into judging the judges. I'll see you in court. So the judges say that Shandy needs more confidence. Uh, duh, it's a day ending in Y. So yes, uh, as we mentioned, Nigel finally likes Ioana's body. So great question mark. <laughs> At least he doesn't hate it this week. <laughs> Tyra loves April's shot, but they think that she's thinking and not feeling, which is kind of like the trademark April feedback. And then Camille has, quote, aggressive energy, according to Eric. Uh, you know how I feel about that. I've documented perceptions of Camille extensively this this cycle. Mercedes presents well, but they say that that doesn't take you all the way. And of course, then there are the knockoff vibes that she was serving in the photo shoot. So definite things to think about. Dr. Anaya, who do you think should be on top this week? Who was the top photo? I mean, it's no shock. Uh, I got to go with Shandy. This is just serving fashion with a capital F. It is high. It is the altitude of which no one could have could have reached in in this time. Um, it, she looks like a working model, like a like a like a seasoned model. I I just think that the styling's amazing. The, the way that she's just positioned. Maybe she was a little. I will say I think they helped her a lot with the posing. But I think overall, she just looks relaxed. And, you know, she has, you see neck, you see leg, you see shoes, dress, bracelets, sunglasses. This is, this is a fucking campaign if I've ever seen one in my life. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like Ioana's. I, I feel like there's too much, there's too much space in this photo for her though. Like, I feel like Massimo should have used the rule of thirds and like cropped it just a little bit or something. I, would I, would you like too, to teach him photography? A little bit, maybe. It's just, there's <laughs> just too much Coliseum for me. Camille looks really wide in this photo. This photo is not good at all. It it looks like she's taking a dump <laughs> on the Coliseum, on an, on an ancient ruin. It's just not good. <laughs> 
I don't know why, but Mercedes looks like a wishbone. <laughs> like, wow. It's just like the legs are the, the legs just a little too bowed out. She's just it's almost like she's like in her mom's shoes, and mm, she's like, "Do mm-hmm. I look pretty? Am I a pretty girl, mommy?" Mm-hmm. I don't really like it. And then April's is just not even that great. It's just she just she honestly lo- looks dead. She's like SVU episode three thousand dead body number one. Yeah, there's like no neck. Was I'm shocked and no one called out on. It's just, it's, also, it's also just a weird post. I think Massimo could have shot her from a different angle. Great. Tara, what do you think? Yeah, I, I echo these sentiments. I think obviously Shandy was the best out of all of them. I will say, which I might get some heat for, but I do think styling plays a big piece into it. Like her styling was better than anyone else's. Agreed. I think her hair and makeup, her styling was better than anyone else's. So she has that upper hand, but obviously compared to the other girls, she's just wonderful so I would go with her just with that little caveat and then I mean I feel like I really agree with the order that they were called and for the most part really the only one that blew me away was Shandy the rest of them are just meh at best I think uh Mercedes her pose is just very basic I feel like that's like the typical high fashion pose like if you ask anyone on the street they're gonna hit you with one of those Mm -hmm. and that's just like it's not doing anything for me and then April I mean looks like a broken barbie that was thrown out the car window i guess um, <laughs> wow you earned your spot on this podcast with yeah. those words. she she looks like a she looks like a hot cheeto yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> she looks like chester that she looks like chester the cheetah flaming hot april yeah but i will say her face still maintained some integrity which is hard in that position she was smizing it she was smizing a smidge yeah just a smidge <laughs> a smidge but if, had she had a longer neck she would have gone from actress to model you know Tyler yeah. does, doesn't point that out this time but she usually points it out all the other times yeah, yeah. um and i i really don't have too much to say about camille it's just a train wreck to be honest there's i don't i don't really have words you want to I wasn't really blown away with Joanna either. She just kind of seems like caught off guard. And I agree, there's a lot of the Coliseum in the background that it overpowers. I end up uh, spending more attention looking at the Coliseum than her. I mean, I, ge- I think I generally agree with all of you as well. Shandy to me is doing something like weirdly avian in this picture. Like she looks bird-like I, I, and like not like a literal bird. Like I couldn't even tell you what species this is, but like, like her dress is feathery, her hair is feathery her 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 limbs are so like hollow bone bird bones you know like april is giving me major major tu wong fu vibes <laughs> like more legs than a bucket of chicken yeah yeah yeah, yeah there we go she just looks like she just looks like a chicken mm-hmm. i kind of like parts of april's pose the sunglasses are in a weird place so i like that where are I they even oh they're in her they're hand. in her hand yeah oh god so they're they're like front and center in the shot like they're as prominent as they can be i think they're in this where they're situated now they're hidden by the dress a little bit which is not great I think I'd love to see her face a little bit more, but I like that she's laying down. That's something that we, you know, no one else is doing here. I would have loved if she was just like leaning back. Oh yeah. Like if yeah. she was facing a little bit more, like if she was sitting up a little bit and she was just like draped on the steps. Like giving us that Skechers shoot energy. Yes. This is the time to bring out the Skechers energy. Yeah. This is all about the body and the fashion and the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Like this would have been a great, 
supposed to have just like put the sunglasses on, tilt her head back, make sure that the sunglasses are shown and just given us body and clothing. She's just literally, she's just laying there. The arms just too, the arms just too like stiff board. I have to wonder if they deliberately chose Camille's worst shot because I can't imagine that this was the best that she did all day. We've never seen a good shot from her. She's just never been the worst, you know? So it's, it's weird that she's made it this far in the competition. I think it's it doesn't do justice to her because I think she is much more talented than what we see on the show. Yeah. Mercedes can can do better than this, but I think there's there's energy in the pose. It's just not it's not enough at this stage in the shoot in this environment. But I here's what I'll say about Joanna. I think the the cropping of this photo is terrible. It makes her look incredibly small. Like she's she should be on the 5-7 season in this photo. But what I do love is that she's serving like Roman goddess statue realness with this contraposto pose her skin is like so white and porcelain um she's in the light the right way i also think they photographed it to make her look skinny because she's the only one at an angle and where her mm-hmm. body is not completely lit yeah like she's at an angle her she i mean she looks she looks a little wide to me it's registering because the way that her that she has like her hips cocked and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i it this is just not she's it, it's just way too pulled out and not enough like you can't really see the sunglasses either they're tucked into her hair which they're, is less in her, they're lost in her hair yeah yeah well who would we have eliminated based on these photos april <gasps> giovanni she wasn't doing nothing camille is right there i yes taking I know. a dump i know <laughs> she's pulling know. a ziamara i know but i just don't like april's photo i just think that you're being vindictive right now Dr. Naya. Because this is the thing. This is the thing. I think Camille's is not the best overall, but there's a moment he captured something there. Like she's looking at something. April's looking at you, but I feel like it's just like help. Like I, I, I've been run over. Don't don't they do a photo shoot where their models are dead bodies? <laughs> they do. This, this looks very a la cycle eight Mike Rosenthal. This is a dead <laughs> model right here. Yeah. I think Fashion Camille, victim. yeah, Camille is he's capturing a moment there's mm-hmm. something that you feel in her photo though because she's look she could be looking at her man or she could just be like looking at someone so he she's looking for there. the restroom okay sure <laughs> <laughs> but at least there's something there okay tara what about you i think i would honestly send her mercedes i know that's that's a hot take but i, feel I mean like it's not really it just I with agree. her being too commercial it, it just why prolong the inevitable in my opinion mm-hmm. um in this picture it wasn't terrible but it wasn't wonderful so yeah my vote would be with her okay well we've got a split decision because i agree that it's camille's time to go mm. no neck yet again okay. does she even have a neck i can't be sure <laughs> oh was she God. born without a neck but yeah i mean shandy obviously next to that everyone looks like they're like chop like salami yeah <laughs> salami <laughs> <laughs> shandy's our shandy is our charcuterie board and the girls are just like <laughs> the dried up salami like the day old meat that nobody wants because wow. no one wants day old meat mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants day old meat <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. That's going, out. That's going on our merch. All right, let's switch to One Smize to Live. Let's get to the drama. 
And a weird series of unfortunate events, um, <laughs> we like to call this friend, this budding friendship, Yo Meal. It begins to blossom out of nowhere. They felt love, but did we feel it though? It was a little orchestrated for me, I feel like. Yoana likes to call themselves Ebony and Ivory. Uh, and there hasn't been a faker relationship since Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes, in my opinion. Okay, I don't want the Church of Scientology to come after us. Let them. <laughs> Let them. Where's Shelly? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Shelly Miscavige? <laughs> but that wasn't really a, a lot of drama. It was just a weird like segment of the show where it's just like, where did this friendship come from all of a sudden? But the real drama... And, you know, honestly, it was no surprise that it happened in Verona because what happens in Verona doesn't stay in Verona. (laughs) It is a tale um, as old as time. (laughs) Tyra and Jay join at dinner time after the shoot and they're all eating whatnot. And then somehow Joanna is just like cut from the screen and she's like just somewhere doing her own thing, doing Joanna house stuff. Shady Boots Jay strapped them on real high this time because he's like, where'd you want to go? And then he directly asks Camille, like, where'd she go? And she's like, you ask her when she comes back. And they're like, what? And then so Tyra's like, does she always leave? Does she always disappear? Camille doesn't say the words, but she's just like, I mean, I don't know where she goes, but she's gone a lot. Like, if this is very like, where people doing coke in your bathroom, um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Energy in Hong Kong. So, you know, who does, uh, no one knows the answer. And so then obviously the rumors of eating disorders come up and Tyra's like, can you watch her for me? Because obviously Tyra only makes appearances for a very limited time <laughs> and like left before you want to came back mm-hmm. so then mercedes plays tattletale and tells you and was like look girl people are talking shit about you while you were gone and then you want to get some lady balls and it's like camille what did you say in front of tyra and jay like why are you telling them i have an eating disorder and tyra camille's like i didn't say any- i didn't say you had an eating disorder i just hinted <laughs> like it was really weird. Um, and then Mercedes reenacts what happens to Joanna. And then Mercedes was really gunning for an Oscar or a Tony or whatever the fuck you people get for plays and whatnot because she was playing Fierce-y. the role of Camille. Uh, who? <laughs> She's going for a fiercey. She's going for a fiercey. Um, and she plays the role of Camille in the Verona production of Does Joanna Have an Eating Disorder? <laughs> and Joanna's like, what did you say? Like, just say it. And Camille's like, I didn't say anything. And then they're like, well, she didn't say anything, but like she said something. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Tyra and Jay just be like are running with it because obviously she's the former big girl. And so they're like, okay, she has an eating disorder. Right. And at this point, unfortunately, the yomance is dead. <laughs> Ebony and Ivory are no longer together. Short lived. Short lived. And then after this happens, Joanna tries to do some damage control with Tyra. So she hunts her down after dinner. Um, outside the restaurant. We're pretty convinced that production probably had to call Tyra back in for this awkward moment. Um, They seemingly hug it out and it is resolved? (laughs) Question mark? (laughs) It's like Tyra's like literally coming out of the car like, what? I already filmed my 15 minutes that are are in my contract to be with you girls. I got shit to do. Girl, I already took my bra off. What do you (laughs) want? That's what she's in that puffer. She's in that probably that Montclair puffer coat, bubble coat. She's in the Montclair bubble coat. Yep. All right. Well, let's talk about what we think are the ANTM contributions to pop culture this week. Dr. Anaya. You know, if there ever was an iconic moment, if there ever was pop culture, it was this is my signature walk and this is what's going to make me famous. Mm-hmm. I think no truer words have ever been spoken on this series. I don't think there's everyone. There's, there has been anyone as blunt 
as Camille, um, maybe next to Eva, but like the fact that Camille gave no fucks and was like, this is my shit and this is what I got to offer. So if you don't like it too bad. Yeah. I think the world of deconstructed high fashion poses, I mean, this came out of nowhere. It was literally like, where did this come from? Who, who birthed this? And obviously I feel like it was probably birthed in Milan. And I feel like maybe it was Kate Moss. Broke down doll. Uh, yeah. And then um, Shandy. Shandy, be- Shandy became a model. A Shandy is born. Yeah, <laughs> Shandy is born. <laughs> and then also I think just no lay abusing the word fabulous is kind of iconic because he just literally, but he kind of like, just kept saying it over and over again. Yeah, like there's a super cut of him saying fabulous like 12 times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> just th- throwing clothes at women being like fabulous, fabulous. <laughs> He's like, Shandy, you have, a, you have a designer's body. Fabulous. Your skin and bones. <laughs> fabulous. Tara, what do you think? Yeah, I would definitely agree with everything you said, but I think my takeaway was definitely the deconstructed high fashion poses Mm -hmm. for this episode, especially Um, as much shade as I threw on Mercedes. I think that pose, that kind of inverted pose is something we see a lot throughout the show, um, especially towards the beginning of the show. Um, so yeah, that's my takeaway for the contribution of pop culture. I would agree with that. Um, I, you know, I think it's predicting what later will become known as the broke down doll teach um, on, in, in a future cycle that I'm sure Dr. Anaya can name on the spot and I cannot because I do not have a PhD in <laughs> Antia. <laughs> well, they're literally, well, some of them are broken down dolls in cycle six. And then I think he refers to it the first time is with Daniel slash Danny Evans mm-hmm. when she's the marionette or the puppet. Oh, yeah. He's like broken yeah. down doll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, that is a, also a great shoe. That's one of my faves. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't put this in the outline, but I'm going to also say that I think this is my signature walk is truly one of the most enduring elements of this episode in particular. And, and that is like the distillation of the Camille persona um, and, and the way that she's saying it, I remember when I saw this episode for the very first time, she looks insane when she's saying it. Like her, her, her eyes are like wide and glazed and she's like, this is my signature walk. It's the walk that's going to make me famous. And it's like, she's been like programmed to say these words. Like you pull the string and that's what the doll says over and over again. Just to say like, when I think of cycle two, that is definitely one of the moments I think about. I think that's a defining moment. Yeah, I think when you think cycle two, you think Camille. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you. I guess you think you want it because she won, but you think Camille. I also, you know, I, 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 I'm dedicating the cycle of our podcast to hashtag justice for Camille, and so I, I dislike a lot of the rhetoric around Camille. Maybe that's my cringe. I'll save that for. Okay. Okay. So, so let's talk. Agree- so we can just all agree that this is my signature walk. <laughs> this is going to be famous. Is the the number one? I just want to be unanimous or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about our cringe of the week. Ew, gross. I think Yomil. I think that <laughs> whatever performance that was, um, I wasn't buying it. No one was. No one was buying tickets to that show. Mm-hmm. Also, every time you say every time you say Yomil, I think of oatmeal that's made with yogurt. I feel oh. like it's a pr- pr- product what pitch. Is what is yogurt made with oatmeal? I just made it up. It's a new product. Okay. Wait, I literally Yo-Meal. have that in my fridge right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about like what's that one fucking company of uh, Fage and it's like the one granoles on Fage. the other side? Fage. <laughs> Fage. Fage. <laughs> um. And I think also the I don't even recall Camille referring to them as ebony and ivory. It was mm-hmm. literally Joanna referring them to as ebony and ivory, and it it just doesn't sound right. I think yeah. it's because she's from Florida. <laughs> mm. What's also cringe 
But I think also like an awakening moment in at, for Joanna is that Tyra finally tells her to her face that she hit her body and she did it well and that her body is her like biggest obstacle. Love. And so now Tyra, Joanna's, you can see Joanna's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay, my body is not that great. Thank you for telling me. And I think like that, I feel like that's what Joanna needed to hear though. Cause I feel like they tell her that her face is beautiful and she has a classic look and like they kind of like tiptoe around the the body issue they never tell it to her face yeah and i feel like this was like she kind of needed to hear it because she had already heard it in the ghosty challenge that like she needed to work on her body so like now it's like okay this is really a thing now that you have to really focus on for me i want to cringe over the eating disorder rumor and rhetoric because i feel like it's incredibly damaging and and in fact it's one of those things that i think it's impossible to disprove so like once that that rumor has been put out there like Joanna can never could never prove that she's she doesn't have disordered eating right they could only prove that she does and so I think it's a trap and I it's such a horrible thing to do to someone whether or not it's true the other thing is um the rhetoric around Camille again being you know very um what I perceive to be anti-black in nature and the assertive black woman who's perceived as aggressive because she's confident She's self-confident. She's not asking for permission to be where she's being. She's, you know, she's she's moving forward, pursuing her goal. I, and Eric's comment in particular really rubbed me the wrong way this week, where he said that she was, um, she has aggressive energy. Like, I, I don't think that Camille is aggressive. I think I think people are aggressive toward Camille most of the time, and Camille is most of the time like she can't give a fuck about what anyone thinks i agree i agree also agreeing with all of your cringes um one other one that i have that i don't necessarily think is the most cringe but it definitely is a cringe is how they treat the male (laughs) drivers just very objectifying um flirting obviously we see camille especially having a moment falling asleep on the back of but it was, i think it was more the guy though I yeah think the, i agree the guy was more flirty with her yeah no i do agree so that was, was working it more mutual um yeah. but there was a comment from Joanna saying that the boys are delicious which yeah. is a little yeah. it's a little weird um so a bit cringy agree but also like i would do the same though a little <laughs> bit like if i was in milan for the first sure. time and like there was just like this beefy daddy <laughs> just driving me around, I'd be like, yes, I would literally pop. I would probably just literally make us crash so that I could die in his arms. Wow, like, that's Dr. how I would want to go out in Milan. It's just like in this like Italian daddy's arms, and he's like Giovanni, like wake up, and then I'm just dead. <laughs> Giovanni, wake up! It's me, Mario. <laughs> Let's go. I would, I would die if his name was actually Mario. <laughs> I go to Milan and I find a Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't objectify men, though? I mean, they deserve it. (laughs) It's Tyra even does it too, though. She's like, the men are going to be like, yes, child. So there's, she's kind of like obviously insinuating that the men are going to be flirtatious anyway. So I feel like that's why it's edited for them to be flirtatious. Sure. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But I agree, though. It's just like you're there to do a job. The man, what's the man going to do for you? Just take man is not school. your job. He's going to stay in your house. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do we think is the cringiest cringe? I think I'm going to come out and say the performative yo meal romance. Uh, um, I I'll agree with that. I just think I think it was just like I think it was just it was just fake. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, but, I think I think it's definitely. I think what's funny is that they both think they're fooling the other. <laughs> like Joanna's like, 
I'm just playing along and Camille's like, I'm pretending to like her. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I, I do think that the eating disorder, everything you said, Charlie, super mm. bad. And it's not really resolved either, which kind of makes it even worse. Yeah, um, so I, I feel like it's a tie just because I mm. think the eating disorder piece has um, big effects across the board. And when it's not resolved, it's just a little icky okay i changed my answer i go with that one okay i yeah, think I that's mean, true I, I agree with that too and, and especially because you're it's, right actually Tara. because it's joanna and we already know like from her arc that she she was concerned about her weight so yeah. it, it does feel like especially damning for sure well where is camille now in three two one breaking news so outside of America's Next Top Model, Camille signed with Major Model Management in Milan and New York. So obviously she impressed somebody on a go-see. <laughs> Maybe it was that Vespa driver who's like, girl, I sign you. <laughs> I assign you. <laughs> it's never going away. I'm That's gonna stop gonna doing go that. I'm gonna do that for the rest of the Milan trip, just so you know. <laughs> okay, so the rest of the whole episode. <laughs> Um, she has been featured on many runways. I don't even want to read these because I think these are just like, (laughs) they're just very cringe, but she was on BET's rip the runway. I'm not sure what that really means. Rip it on the runway. (laughs) (laughs) Like rip the garment on the runway. This one's not that bad. Um, I guess she was on an L girl runway um, and it presents it's dare to be you Walmart meets America's next top models 2005. That is, so, that is especially Drew Drogi as Chloe energy. Like <laughs> uh, 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 dare to be you sponsored by L girl Walmart and Rolitos. Yeah. That, that's a little much. That's a, Is this one fashion show? Or is this two? And then she walked in Alice and Olivia's, um, Obviously, that's only one person though. <laughs> so it's Alice and Olivia in their in her in Stacey Bennett's fall 2006 show. She walked for Escada, which is a very mature woman line. So it's kind of interesting that she got booked mm. for a mature woman. Granted, Camille is a woman. And then she also was in Wolfords of London. And if you know what the fuck Wolfords is, you know Wolfords is an iconic, iconic bodysuit legging company that is just like historic. So you know, good for her. Way to go. And then additionally, she also had print work, which includes Harlem World, Smooth, Kimmy Wear, Glamour, Woman's Wear Daily, and W. Not bad. Okay, so she made a little high fashion. She got yeah. into W. W is a very reputable publication. She was also invited back for Cycle 17, a.k.a. All Stars. So we will see that signature walk again. It made her famous. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she also designed her own lingerie line called Lingerwear. Lingerwear, I think is how I want to pronounce it. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, Lingerwear, <laughs> um, which was inspired by Camille's home of Jamaica. I think she's from Jamaica. She's mm-hmm. from New York, but yeah, she loves Jamaica. Jamaica. She's Jamaican. Uh, okay. Along with Cycle 4 winner, Naima, spoiler alert, <laughs> um, and Naima's twin sister, Nia Mora, um, have both models for it. Um, so yay for them getting in that commercial work. And then also important to note that she gave birth to a daughter around the year 2016 by the name of Kennedy. So she's a mama. Love that. We did we did peep her Instagram. Camille looks great. She's out there doing it. Still Without a neck. <laughs> does not have a neck most of the time. So I don't know how she's breathing or swallowing food, but there must be some connection there anyway that brings us to the end of this episode find out next week when we discover the truth about camille's neck 
Um, <laughs> don't forget that you can follow the pod on socials at YWBOT pod. That's the initialization of you want to be on top pod. Tara, where can folks on the internet find you if they would like to celebrate your contributions to this podcast? Sure. They can um, follow me on Twitter at underscore Tara Nicole, or they can follow me on Instagram, which is at crumble and compose. Mm. Oh, I like that. I like the alliteration. Yeah. yeah. It's my favorite form of just the English language. (laughs) (laughs) I love alliteration. (laughs) It's just my thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dr. Anaya, where are you on the internet? So I am everywhere. (laughs) Um, Not Where is the clinic and when do you open? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can find me on Twitter at Giovanni Anaya um, and on Instagram at underscore according to joe where i have more fun on there i post a lot of fashion content mm. um just also my thoughts <laughs> also, <for> it all. <laughs> quick shout out to dr anaya for running our exceptional social media for the pod including um memes that he invents his mind <laughs> And and also our weekly uh, rundown of the photo shoot and then the quiz on who should have gone home, which we definitely want our toppers to weigh in on. And Charlie, where can our listeners find you if they want to cancel you today for a lot of things you've said? <laughs> first of for all, standing please, April for standing April. <laughs> first of all, baby, please don't cancel me. Number two, um, I am on Instagram at Charles Jensen, and I'm on Twitter at Charles underscore Jensen because someone is squatting on my name on Twitter and he is a Republican from Phoenix. No. God. So feel free to at him with your most offensive content. <laughs> at him at him with all things gay and homosexual. I think he probably gets enough of that because when you Google Charles Jensen, I'm pretty sure a lot of gay poetry stuff comes up. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing my part. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for your time. It was lovely to see you, Tara. We enjoyed having it you as our guest. It was a pleasure guest. having you Thank on. You so much, you guys. It's been a joy. Have a great night, and we'll talk soon. Bye. 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 Bye.